Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, what? One year? One year. The 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 podcast is turning one year today? Today. No, I didn't record anything. Today, are you sure? All right, well, put the record on. The following podcast is going to contain spoilers, along with me, just a regular guy, talking about all the things I love, such as comics, movies, television, music, and books. So yeah, proceed at your own risk. to another episode of Just Another Fanboy. I'm your host, Stephen, and this is a very special episode. Very special. So special, I just, I'm about to vomit. That's how special it is. I'm about to just throw up because I'm so excited. Why am I excited? Because today is the one-year anniversary of Just Another Fanboy. And I'll tell you what, I almost forgot. I almost just passed it by and... I'll be honest with you. I had a different episode ready to go today. I had it already recorded and edited. It was already posted to, to, to drop today. I posted it in advance, scheduled it, put it on the scheduler to get it out there for y'all. In fact, if you're one of my patrons, my patrons, if you're one of my patrons over on the Patreon, patreon.com slash Stephen R. Orr, that's where you go just a dollar a month and you'll get all kinds of fun stuff. If you're one of those folks, you actually got what was supposed to be episode 110. You got that yesterday. That's how... That's how far I dropped the ball on this. I just happened to be, I like I said, I got it all ready. New episode, ready to go. Episode number 110. Got it recorded. Got it scheduled. Gave it to my patrons. And then I kind of thought to myself, how long have I been doing Just Another Fanboy? It's been it since at least September. 
of 2019. I'm pretty sure I should probably look that up because maybe I should start planning on some kind of one year anniversary show. Now I'm telling myself this on Wednesday. Everything's already recorded. Everything's already up. The patrons have the episode. And then I look it up and I said, oh no, August 13th, that's tomorrow. Oh my gosh, what am I going to do? And at first I just said, you know what? Doesn't matter. I don't, you know what? No big deal. Maybe I'll, I'll quickly run out and I'll record a little tag to the beginning of this episode that I had already recorded, not knowing that it was going to be the one year anniversary episode. And I recorded a quick thing. Hey, everybody, before we start the episode, just want to let you know, uh, just know the fanboy is one year old today. Woo, yay. Stuck it at the beginning of the episode, took it down off Patreon, blah, 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 back up, all that stuff. That's, I was just crazy, frantic. And then later in the day, Wednesday evening, it's 8.35 p.m. Wednesday evening, August 12th. I thought, you know what? Maybe I should do something. But I, what, what am I going to do? You don't have time to do anything, Stephen. Yeah, you do. You can put together a best of. Ha ha! No, you don't have time to do a best of. Do you know what goes into doing a best of? Do you know what that entails? Doing a best of show? I have, not counting this one, 109 episodes in that one year of Just Another Fanboy. Do you think I have time within the span of three to four hours? Because I want to go to bed at some point. Do you think I have time to put together a best of? Do you think I have time to listen to all of those episodes, to pull out those choice gems, those bits, those clips, that solid gold Steven goodness? No, I don't. But I know that there are some episodes out there that I remember quite enjoying as far as putting them together. And so that's what I did. I went together real quick, together with nobody. It was just me. It's all me. It's only ever been just me because that's how hard I work for you folks. And I got these episodes together and I grabbed some bits and pieces out of them and I threw them together. And that's what you're going to hear right now. And here's the thing. I don't want to, I don't want to just give you old stuff. I'm going to give you something new as well, because at the end, when we get through the clips, when we get through all the stuff you've already heard before, but love here and again, I'm going to give you something new. Well, if you're a patron, you've already heard it. It's basically, a, uh, uh, I'm going to give you a clip from the show that should have gone up today. The original episode 110, which is now going to be episode 114. I'm going to give you a little bit of that near the end. So I'm going to leave you now. I'm going to leave you in the capable hands of myself from days gone by. And then I'll come back at you later and we'll wrap this sucker up. What do you say? Let's do it. So here's what, here's what you find out. The, 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 the real premise, the real idea behind the book is there is a world outside of our own where these monsters dwell and the guy who leads the monsters, Magna, Con, Magna Chaos is his name, and he feeds off of our fear and our misery and our worry. Human beings spend a lot of time being afraid. They spend a lot of time being worried. They spend a lot of time just worrying over life, just all the little things in your life, paying bills, whether or not you're going to get into the right school, whether how, you know, even is your job 
is is this the job that you do you really want to do this job every day is there a better job out there do i want to uh, do i want to leave this job for for another job what if i get another job and it's better pay but i hate it more than the job i'm at now you know that kind of stuff there's we're always full of fear and worry and misery and this guy feeds off of it and the more he feeds the stronger he gets and he's sending monsters into our world and his ultimate goal is to open this tear so that he can come through and take us all over and feed feed on us just suck us dry well come to find out that the only thing bullets don't hurt it none of this stuff hurts it truly what hurts it is music And because music is the one thing that pretty much all of us have in our lives, whenever we're, whenever we're feeling, whenever we're worried, even if it's something as small as, uh, I had a bad day at work and worry that we have all the time over little things. Am I raising my kids right? If, if, you know, am, did, am I eating right? Did I, did I choose, did I choose the right freaking burger to eat today? Should I have chosen something else? And the one thing that a lot of us have in our lives that will take that worry, that will take that fear, that will take that misery out of our life, even for the length of an album, is music. And so through music, certain people, when they play their instruments, can summon these spirit creatures like Murder Falcon to battle these evil monsters. And now, so for most of the book, it's all mainly focused not just on not just specific not just music in general but specifically metal and i remember reading at one point why he chose metal not only was he he a big metal fan but you know there's just something about metal that is silly um and just the right kind of metal just makes you just makes you happy right just drives all that stuff out of you and so that's that's what jake is and well then you but you find out as you go a little further along, that Jake's had a really hard time in, in, in his life. All this crap has been happening to him. And, and uh, I'm not going to spoil any of it because I this I'm going to say it right now. And I said it on Twitter. This is the single greatest comic book of the decade. Now, I don't read a lot of new comics, so I don't have a lot to compare it to. But I feel like the books that I've read that are newer over the last decade, I feel like I've been picking really good books because I've been reading stuff like Grumble. I've been reading stuff like um, Paper Girls. I've been reading stuff like, uh, well, like Middle West. And I'm loving all that stuff. But this one just outshines them all. And, you know, like I said, I came to at one point in the first couple books where the first couple issues where I'm just thinking this is the most amazing book. And then it gets better. That happens Two other times in the book, I get to I get a few more issues in and I'm just I'm just over the moon over how great this book is. This is the single greatest book that I have ever read. And then it gets better three times. At least it did that to me where I just I couldn't believe how amazing this book was and how much I was loving it. And then it just gets better. I mean, how many books have you read that you can say that about that you can that you can say that? Right away, you were hooked. Within three pages, you realized that this was the book for you. By the end of the first issue, you realized that this is one of the greatest books you have ever read. And by the second issue, everything that you, when you thought it wasn't going to get any better, it got better. And then that happens two other times in the book. That was Murder Falcon. On the surface, and I've been trying to stress this to people, on the surface, it seems like a pretty silly book. And it is. 
There's a, there's some, it's, it is silly, but it's a wonderful silly. But then there is so much more. There's, it gets so deep at times in this book. And it really, I read on, uh, uh, when, when I, I posted on Reddit that I was reading the book and somebody, one of the replies, somebody said that, uh, by the end of it, they were crying and I was there. Just wrote that. Just wrote it. It was originally in my head. It actually, before I started singing, in my head, it was a rap. I was going to be all like, Friday, the last day of the week. Something, 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 something creek. That's all I had. That's all I had up there. And then I started singing. And out came liquid gold. Liquid gold just pours from my mouth. And it goes into these molds. Gold molds. Mold's kind of gross. So I found out today, not today, yesterday, not yesterday, the day before yesterday. It's been a week. I found out that Alec Baldwin does a podcast called Here's the Thing. Well, here's the thing. I had thought at one point it would be funny if I started a podcast called Here's the Thing. Because I don't know if you've noticed, I say here's the thing a lot. If you haven't noticed, start paying attention. Because I say it a lot. Sometimes I start to say it now and I'm like, oh, I'm getting ready to say it. I don't have a choice, though, because that's 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 what needs to be said right here. That's the only thing that fits. The only thing that's going to make sense right here is here's the thing. So I got to say it. Sometimes I don't even realize I'm saying it. I'll be listening to the 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 educational podcast. That's really that's what I was going to say. Educational podcast. Because I was, see, I was thinking about editing and listening because I'm listening when I'm editing and it came out as just shut up and keep talking, you idiot. Anyway, I'll be editing, listening back and I'll say, oh, hey, I said, uh, I said, here's the thing. Take a drink because I bet you could get, well, I don't know. I may say it once in every episode. I don't know if, if I could, if I could step out on that ledge and say, that it's mentioned, it's mentioned, it's mentioned at least twice in every episode. Got stuck in the old groove there. So this episode, this is your Friday episode. I have nothing at all planned. I have a number of books that I've read recently that I'm not at all prepared to talk about. Two of them I read like two weeks ago, and I feel like I need to sit down and kind of revisit them. Before I talk to them, talk to them. I talk to my books. Hello, my name is Stephen, and I talk to my books. The problem is, they talk back to me, and I'm talking like sass. They talk back to me, they give me lip. I say stuff like, Hey, book, I'm gonna read you today. And the book says, Yeah, you ain't reading nothing. And it's not a very good sass. I mean, these books, obviously, they're golden books. I'll be honest with you. They're for children. So they're, they're, they're sass. The way they talk to me, it's not, it's not very creatively thought out. But I blame that on the fact that they're children's books. I don't talk to, uh, young adult books. That's kind of weird. People look at you weird if you're talking to young adult books. Frankly, I think it's kind of weird that I'm talking to Golden Books. Last week, I found myself in a library, and they ended up escorting me out because five minutes into my trip to the library, I was amongst 
the periodicals, and we were having a conversation about bears. And when I say we were having a conversation about bears, I was tearing pages out of these books and screaming about polar bears and the rights of man until I was escorted out of the building. I have no idea what brought me to that. I'm coming at you from the couch. This is the couch episode. Sitting on the couch, chilling today, not in my car, eating any hay. I I don't know why I would be eating hay. It rhymed with today. I could have said whey, curds and whey, eating some curds and whey like that crazy little Miss Muffet sitting around on her tuffet. I have nothing planned for today. This is going to be another one of those, hey, hey, what's going to happen when he starts talking episodes? That was the uh, PS4. I don't know if you picked that up. Probably not. My little, my PS4 just went ba-ding because my uh, remote control is disconnected because it lost its charge. I don't know if anybody else owns a PS4 with the wireless remotes, but they last, they last about a day, right? They last about a day. The weird thing with them is they seem to be working. They seem to be using power when you're not using them. And that seems a little silly. I'll just be sitting here watching something on the PS4, you know, through Netflix or through Hulu. Currently, I'm watching the newest episode of Stumptown. And I just decided, even though there's 10 minutes left, hey, you know what? Let's just press pause and let's just do an episode real quick. Let's do that. But I'll notice as I'm watching stuff, that the PS4 controller will just sit here and light up and it'll pulse. And no wonder it runs out of power by the end of the day. There is there any reason for it to be doing that? To just be pulsing with light and freaking me out a little? Cause I think that gremlins have gotten into my controller. Maybe it's just me. Maybe there's a, maybe if I went to Facebook, I'd find a whole group of people, you know, a Facebook group, PS4 wireless remote gremlin people. Do you fear the PS4 wireless remote gremlin? Join our Facebook group and we will drink hot chocolate and hold hands and do trust falls. Except we won't do any of those things because it's a Facebook group and it's all through your keyboard and your screen. I'm actually not on Facebook. I tried Facebook for a few months and found that I just could not stop using it. And so I stopped using it. And based on what I've been hearing about Facebook over the last few months, I'm pretty glad. I'm pretty glad. So that's why you can't find my Facebook page. If you're out there searching for the Just Another Fanboy fan page, you're not going to find it. It doesn't exist on Facebook. There is, of course, JustAnotherFanboy.com. That's a thing. So yeah, so next week you're just getting Just Another Fanboy three times a week, starting next week. And then in 2020, something else may happen. I haven't quite decided yet. That's a little tease. If you follow me on Twitter, I think I said this yesterday. I can't remember, folks. I can't remember the things I say. The things I say every day when I'm eating hay and not curds and whey. Like little Miss Muffet singing on her tuffet, listening to Jimmy Buffett. Why wasn't Little Miss Muffet sitting on a tuffet listening to Jimmy Buffett and then reading a book by Warren Buffett? 
That should that should be a thing. Someone should rewrite that. Maybe I'll maybe I'll take a look at that. I, that would be a, a fun idea for a book, a modern update on nursery rhymes. Maybe I should look into that. Hmm. Little light bulb clink. I probably won't do that, but it might be fun. I'll have to I'll have to think about that for maybe thirty seconds. Maybe thirty six seconds. Maybe. But I'm so excited because this chapter, this episode of The Mandalorian, oh, was so good. I'm so excited that I forgot to say hello and welcome to another episode of Just Another Fanboy. I'm your host, Steven, and The Mandalorian has got to be one of the single greatest shows on television at this point in time. So good. Baby Yoda is... If that was all, if that was, okay, so this is supposed to have been created and written by John Favreau. If the concept behind Baby Yoda came out of John Favreau's mind, I want to hug that man because Baby Yoda is just the greatest thing ever brought into the Star Wars universe. So good in this episode. Such a good episode. It was, uh, let me just say this, it was predictable. What happened in this episode, I predicted it straight from the start. I knew what was going to happen, and yet it was still so good. Even, and again, I'm not going to spoil anything. I'm not going to tell you what happened. But even the ending bit, what happened at the end, the big the big thing that pulled him out of the fire, I predicted that as well, and yet it was still super awesome. And I love the fact that they they just pack so much into these episodes. I think I talked about it last week or whenever, but these are not long episodes. This one was 37 minutes. I'm sure once you take away the credits and the recap, it was probably 32 minutes. So not long episodes, not your standard, but your standard episodes of television is so packed full of crap that they use just to, just to meet that 42 some odd minute mark, right? You know that you watch some of these episodes of stuff like, and I, and I use walking dead all the time as an example. There's just so much in those episodes that don't need to be in there. Padding. That's what it is. They write an episode and then they say, okay, now we also have to, this, this will come out to about 30 minutes, 33 minutes, 32 minutes, somewhere around there. So we got to fill the rest of that with. Just dumb shots of everybody's face contemplating what they're going to do or slow motion shots of every character on the show cooking breakfast or just something dumb like that that does not in any way move the episode forward. It might be there for atmosphere. That may be their excuse. But in a lot of cases, I will watch some of these shows and it's like, all right, get on with it. I don't need to see Rick's stupid freaking crying face before every episode of the walking dead there was one season where they were just they were teasing at the end the ending of the of the season the 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 season before rick's last season the season with the war when they go up against the freaking whatever you call them the saviors and practically every episode started out with rick all sweaty and sad and the there was the thing, the the stained glass hanging from the tree that kept reflecting on his face. They just kept showing that over and over, and you had no idea what it meant until the very end. And then you're supposed to go, oh, that's what it meant. How artistic. 
It was a very artistic choice for them to make with the stained glass and the sweaty face. Or you could just say, get on with it already. And that's what they're doing with The Mandalorian. They are getting on with it already. They are packing this show with... There, there's nothing so far in these episodes that are extraneous. No, there's no padding. You don't feel like they're just trying to, we gotta, we gotta make this episode hit its mark. We got, we gotta fill another seven minutes. So, uh, let's, let's just do, uh, the, the shots at the end. We'll, we'll show, uh, the Mandalorian in his ship. We'll show Carl Weathers back at the bar. Looking concerned, counting out his money. We'll show another alien, uh, playing cards. We'll just show the, it'll be establishing atmospheric shots that don't have anything to do with the show, but we gotta, we gotta fit in that, those other seven minutes. Otherwise, you know, it's not a full episode. <laughs> Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. I'll be honest with you folks, I haven't even recorded Wednesday's episode yet. So, I'm recording out of order even. Isn't that crazy? Wrap your mind around that tortilla. This is going to be, this is the first holiday season in four years that I, this, that I have not worked a second job. So, what that means is, is that I can actually enjoy the holiday break. We got Thursday and Friday off for Thanksgiving. If I was still working my second job, I would have worked the, well, today, and I probably would have worked Saturday. So not much of a holiday. For Christmas, we get Wednesday and Thursday off. Had I, if I was still working my second job, I would have, I would have, I would be working Christmas Eve. I always worked the night of Christmas Eve and the night of Christmas Day. Always. But I've been able to take advantage of the fact that I'm not working both jobs. I took the whole freaking Christmas week off, had some vacation days built up. So I took Monday, Tuesday, Friday off, already have Wednesday and Thursday off. Bam, full week, full week off for the holidays. I almost want to just not watch The Mandalorian and then just freaking binge him during that week. But you know, that's not going to happen because it's so good. Have you ever had? Yeah, I'm. I'm switching gears like a freaking fox right now. Have you ever had a Starbucks iced latte? I remember the first time I ever went into a Starbucks. They'd been around for a long time. I'd avoided going in because 
you have to know what the sizes are called. I think they've gotten over that. But there was a time where if you went into a Starbucks and you asked for a medium coffee, they would treat you like you were an idiot. Oh, a medium. We don't have mediums. It's a grande. I will not give you a medium coffee. Instead, I will show you to the door because it's a grande. They have the tall, which is a small. They have the grande, which is a medium. And then they have the venti, which is the large. Now, I have learned these because once in a great while, I like to go by the Starbucks and get a vanilla ice latte. But the first time I went into Starbucks was a number of years ago. My wife and I went in and we thought, let's just give it a try. We went in like a couple of yokels and we ordered vanilla frappuccinos. And we said, um, we don't know the names of the sizes. Um, what do you, could you explain it to us, please? And they were very nice and they explained it to us. And we ordered these vanilla frappuccinos and it was like drinking heaven. That first experience ever drinking a Starbucks coffee, the Frappuccino, the vanilla Frappuccino, and it was like drinking liquid heaven. I go back a few months later and I order the exact same thing and it didn't taste as good that time. It didn't taste as well as it had that first time. So then I just, I, you know what, whatever, stopped going. I would get the occasional, you know, Frappuccino in the glass bottle that you can get in the store. Well, a number of months ago, we were out on the town and I had a Starbucks gift card that I'd gotten for my birthday. And so we went in and we had my uh, stepdaughter with us. Hi, Abby. She was with us. She knows all about the Starbucks because she was a barista at one point. And so Karen, my wife says, okay, so what should we get? And she, she suggests vanilla lattes. And that's what we got. And again, it was like fricking liquid heaven. And I've gone back on occasion to get one. And it's never, I've never gone to get a vanilla latte. I didn't, I basically, I didn't have the same experience that I had with the Frappuccino. When I got my second Starbucks iced vanilla, vanilla latte, it was just as good as the first time. Each subsequent one, just as good. Now, I've tried other things. I had somebody suggest that I try their sweet cream cold brew. Not as good. A little cheaper, not as good. But of course, the Starbucks, there's two things about the Starbucks vanilla latte that is not, it's not beneficial for me. First of all, they're expensive. Okay, we're talking almost six bucks for one of these things. That's, that's insane. I can get a couple of cheeseburgers for six bucks. We're talking about something you drink for about six bucks. It's so good, though, that it's worth it. As long as you're not going in every, I can't imagine these people, you know, they, there's a lot of comparisons when, when a lot of charities anymore, when they say just three bucks a day, that's the cost of a cup of coffee. And I think paying three bucks for coffee is insane. Six bucks. Holy crap. But it is worth it. But people go in every single day and they pay anywhere from three to six bucks every single day for a cup of coffee. He, at one point, he challenges Cutter to a contest. And the way he does it, it's actually kind of funny as I'm reading this for the 14th time or whatever. Cutter has gone to see Lita and he's at her window and he's basically telling her, why are we doing this? Why are you fighting this? Why are you fighting the truth? 
And she's like, I don't, I don't know what you mean by truth. What kind of truth? And he's like, look, we don't play games like this among the wolf riders. You know what this is. I know what this is. And then suddenly Rayek comes up behind him and he shoves him to the ground and he throws this, what looks like a knife. It actually resembles to me. It looks like a, an envelope, you know, uh, what do they call those? Those envelope openers, you know, he throws it at the ground. He throws it at him like a throwing knife and it lands in the sand next to him point down. And it's got on the handle, it's got carved on the top. It's got an, uh, an elf, an elf head below it are a pair of hands. And then below that is a heart. And then it goes directly from that panel where, where Cutter is laying on the ground where Rhea had shoved him and the, the freaking letter opener, that's what it's called, a letter opener, is stuck in the ground next to him. And it goes straight from there to Cutter with Sava. And she's holding it and she's telling him what it is. This is a, a challenge wand. It's a, you now, he, he has challenged you to the contest. He has challenged you to the contest of the mind or the hand, the heart, and the, the hand, the heart, and the head. Now, the reason I find this funny is because I start to wonder how we got from cutter on the ground with a letter opener stuck in the sand next to him to him asking Sava what it is. Because if he is such a wild freaking warrior elf, I mean, if I was in his place and somebody came up behind me and threw me to the ground and threw what is in essence a knife at me, my first thought is I am being attacked. And I would get up and get in that guy's face and be all like, what, what? You want to start something? You want to start something? Huh? Come on, get it, get it. You know, I'd be all up in there. So did that happen or did something entirely different happen? I like to try to fill in those spaces. Did Rayak grab him by the shoulder, throw him to the ground, throw the letter opener into the sand and then just run screaming, ah, leaving Cutter there on the ground to go, what the frick was that? Well, I better take this letter opener and find out what it is and then go moseying on to Sava. Is that what happened? I feel like I need to know. But the point is, is that he has now been challenged. And the way it's supposed to be, the challenge is, if I best you in this contest, Rayek basically is saying to Cutter, then Lita is mine. Well, Sava, she she gathers up all the interested parties. She has Cutter there. She's got Rayek there. She's got Lita there with Lita's parents. And she's basi- she basically says, look, this is what's happened. Lita, you know what recognition is. You got a, you got a choice to make. Do you choose one of these two to be yours? And she looks at both of them and she's like, well, you know, in her head, she's like, well, I, I grew up with Rayek. He's, he's strong and he's, he's, you know, he's, but he's he be kind of a jerk, I guess. And Cutter, you know, I guess he seems nice. He's, he's, he's also strong and confident and, but he's also kind of wild and I don't know him that well. And she just basically says, I, I can choose neither. Oh, woe is me. And there's a big audible gasp from everyone in the room. And Sava says, all right, well, I guess the challenge has to move forward. And that's when Rayek kind of stands up and he's like, yeah, challenge. And when I'm done kicking your elf butt all over these sands, Lita's going to be my girl. And that, you know, Lita's like, oh, you think so? You think I'm just some kind of prize that you can win? I don't think so, boy. She's starting to kind of realize that Rayek is is a bit of a jerk. But the contest happens anyway. The first round is the round, the, the challenge, the contest of the hand. And what that means basically is they have to best each other in some kind of hand-to-hand kind of combat thing. And so what they do is they set up this thing that's kind of like a seesaw. 
except for just one platform where you would sit on one end, somebody would sit on the other end, you'd go up and down. Instead of just one flat board like that, it's actually two long poles. And they have to stand on the poles, one foot on each pole with their 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 eyes uh, blindfolded and elves are moving the poles up and down to try to throw them off balance. And they're, they're reaching across. They're basically shaking hands and they have to clasp each other's hands. And whoever falls off first, whoever can force the other one off of the poles, they win. And it's kind of funny because they're calling each other these dumb names like bead rattler and snake and dog and flea scratcher and all that. And, but Cutter ends up winning. And Rayek is really kind of upset about that because really the, the, the goal is to beat him in every, all three contests. You're not truly the victor unless you can beat the other one in all three contests. And right away he loses the first. He could win the other two, but in his heart, he's already lost, but still he's going to go forward. So the next contest is the contest of the head or the mind. And what they do is, First, they're, first they need to take their weapons away from them. And that's kind of a funny bit too, because at one point Sava is talking to Lita and her mother and she's like, Lita, are you sure you want to keep going with this? And boom, right at the next panel. Cause she's like, you know, Cutter, you know, he's, he's not that bad of a guy. But then the next panel to show that Cutter is still a wild kind of guy. He's standing there without a shirt on and he's got his sword clutched in his hand. There are two elves basically trying to leap atop of him. He's shoving a third elf out of the way and two other elves, all sunfolk are laying on the ground and he's screaming, no, you can't have my sword. And Sava's like, look, buddy, you got to give him your sword because that's part of the contest. Don't worry, you'll get it back. And I just have to wonder, how did it get to that point? How did, did it really escalate that quickly? Did five different elves converge at him on at, at the same time, circle him and say, give us your sword. And right away, he's like, no. And then a big fight ensues. Or was it kind of a slow build? Did one elf come up to him and say, hey, it's time for the second contest. Here's how it's going to work. But I need your sword first. And Cutter's like, uh, I can't really give you my sword. And the elf's like, listen, man, I, I got to have your sword because we have this contest going. Nah, I can't give you my sword. It's my sword. I, I, I just don't give it to people. Well, you know, if you want to go forward with the contest, you, you got to give me the sword. No, I'm not giving you the sword. I'm not going to tell you again. Another elf walks up. You should probably give him your sword because that's the way the contest works. Hey, I said I'm not giving him the sword. Okay. Well, you know, we really need the sword. Yeah. Give him the sword, man. What's the big deal? A third elf walks up. Hey, what's going on here? Why, why isn't he giving you the sword? I don't know. I told him I needed the sword. I'm not giving anybody the sword. And next thing you know, they're piling up on each other. No, not my sword. Is that how it happened? It just seems like a weird transition to just suddenly he's just get away from me. But you know, who am I to judge? Well, there it is, folks. Not quite the best of, but that's some pretty good stuff. You have to admit. You have to admit. You you have to admit, please. Good Lord, just admit it. It's good stuff. But I promised you something new. 
something you're going to hear again when you get to episode number 114. But I wanted to give not a tease because it's not like it's just this episode that is the episode of all episodes. It's a it's a good episode. I mean, they're all good. They're all a number one steak sauce. They're all 24 karat magic gold in your face. But I wanted to give you a little bit because, dang it, I want to give you some new stuff, some stuff you haven't heard. So here you go. Here it is. It's just, it's it's a little bit that I put together because I got tired of how I open up every single show and I thought it would be funny to try different ideas. So when we start up here in just a second, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to click the button on the tape and then you're going to start right in the middle of the theme song. Okay, here we go. And then, well, not quite yet. We're going to do that here in a second and then I'll come back at you at the end and then maybe we'll wrap this sucker up. All right, here we go. Welcome to another episode of Just Another Fanboy. I'm your host, Stephen, and today I'd like to talk about blah, 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 blah. Does that get old to anybody else or is it just me? I mean, it's the same intro every single episode. Hello and welcome to another episode of Just Another Fanboy. I'm your host, Stephen, and I'm going to talk about things. Doesn't it get old? Should I mix it up a little? I'm feeling like I should mix it up a little. I'll tell you what, let me just rewind here just a second, and then we'll start it over. All right? Let's try this. Okay, here we go. What's up, everybody? This is... No, that doesn't... No, that doesn't work at all. Okay, um... Wow, this is this is not easy. Okay, let's try it again. I think I have an idea. Let's try it again. Let me rewind here, and we'll start now. Just another fanboy in the place to be. Nope. Nope. No, again, again, a fail, a, a big failure, big failure there. This is not easy. Maybe that's why I keep just sticking with the one thing, but I'm going to give it one more try. Third time's the charm, right? So let's, let's rewind a bit here. And here we go. is Steven and I like to say I like to do these intros in a rapping way. Nope. No. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. Here's what we learned today, ladies and gentlemen. Let's not mess with success. Alright, that's enough of that. That's enough. That's all you're getting. And it's gold, isn't it? How many times am I gonna, am I gonna, am I gonna? How many am I gonna times will I be saying gold? I don't know. That was probably the last time. Probably, I guess. Who knows? But there you go, folks. One freaking year of Just Another Fanboy. Now, I did a Just Another Fanboy back in like 2006 to 2008, 2009. But this is the new Just Another Fanboy. None of that stuff exists anymore. I mean, I got some of it. It's, I got some of it. I don't have a lot of it left anymore. But one year, congratulations to me. I'm, I'm giving myself a little chuck on the shoulder. I don't know if you could hear that. That's me punching myself. 
in the shoulder. Kind of hurts. I bruise like a peach. I'm not forward to looking at that in the morning. Anyway, we'll be coming back at you next week with more brand new episodes in year two of Just Another Fanboy. But until then, my name is Steven, and I'm Just Another Fanboy. Be nice to each other. Stay safe. Wear a mask. Boom. Just Another Fanboy is a Stephen or Else production. Questions and comments can be directed to feedback at stephenorelse.com. You can support the show for as little as a dollar a month at patreon.com slash stephenrorr and get instant access to the My Other Podcast podcast, a weekly show about all the comics and such I don't have time to talk about here. You can find me on the World Wide Web at stephenorelse.com or find me at Twitter and Instagram by searching for at Stephen or else. I also encourage you to subscribe to the show, leave us a five-star review, and share this episode with a friend. Just Another Fanboy is a proud member of the Comics Podcast Network. You can find that over at comicspodcasts.com. All links will be in the show notes. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park